Fresh Art International presents Fresh Talk, conversations about creativity in the 21st century. Ce n'est pas une exposition traditionnelle, c'est une rencontre entre les œuvres d'un très grand artiste et l'œuvre architecturale de Le Corbusier. I'm Kathy Bird and this is Fresh Talk with artist Anish Kapoor. From Bombay, India, Kapoor lives and works in London. In the United States, he's known for creating the gorgeous reflective sculpture titled Cloudgate for Chicago's Millennial Park. In France this year, his work is on view in two singular settings, a Dominican convent and a royal palace. Today we're taking you an hour's drive from Lyon, France, inside the convent known as Le Couvent de la Tourette. During the press preview for Lyon's 13th Contemporary Art Biennial, I'm among a group of international journalists that came here to meet Kapoor and view a special exhibition of his sculptures and paintings. The convent is a unique site for the display of art. In the mid-20th century, the Dominicans of Lyon commissioned the great modern architect known as Le Corbusier to design La Tourette around the silent daily rituals of their spiritual community. Since 2009, the monastery has been commissioning contemporary artists to present exhibitions here. This year, Brother Marc Chevaux invited Anish Kapoor. Toutes ces œuvres que vous voyez sont installées dans un couvent qui est encore où nous, où nous vivons. Nous, nous sommes douze frères dominicains. Donc, euh, dans le réfectoire, on y mange. Dans l'église, on y prie. As he shows us around, Brother Marc talks about how the works are installed in an active convent. We live here, he says, 12 Dominican brothers. In the refectory we eat, in the church we pray. You see, he explains, these works are not in the galleries of a museum. They're in rooms where we live. The art lives here. Kapoor remembers his first encounter with the site. I came here a few months ago, and I was really surprised immediately. Of course, I've seen pictures of this building and so on. But I was really surprised at how this building feels as if it was made in India. He sees a strong connection between the design of La Tourette and the way Le Corbusier designed government buildings and cultural venues for the city of Chandigarh, India in the 1950s. Mostly because of the way it's made. That, you know, when a cement pillar is poured, it's just poured. We have no, if you like, uh, uh, Japanese attitude to poured cement here. This is just the making of a thing, just done. It's not polished, it's not finished afterwards, all of that. So the whole building has this uh, um, relationship between uh, being fashioned like a sculpture, like an object. And, of course, a very interesting, changing relationship to light. While exploring La Tourette, Kapoor asks questions. Living here, uh, being a monk in this building, what does the building do to your practice, to your daily life? They live a very ordered life. This is a very ordered building. So what's the relationship between the spiritual or the, 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 the daily life practice of a building like this and um, the building itself? Is, in other words, 
does the building fulfill your inner space? The artist's impression of the architecture is at odds with how the Dominicans see it. I think my feeling is that the building has a kind of melancholia. The building is there's something about it that is. He says not. He says it's not. But that's because he's uh, well and happy, and I'm not. <laughs> Kapoor intends for his work to respond to the material and spiritual nature of La Tourette. Looking for spaces in the building, and they're pretty obvious in the end, um, where works can sit between this very physical thing that I've tried to identify and um, something that's, that's lighter. So I've just literally done that to the simplest level. Um, works that, that are um, stainless steel or polished or have... Um, a kind of uh, um, notion of uh, a certain singularity and others that are uh, more corporal. Cette architecture rigoureuse et sans sans décoration, sans une structure de vie aussi. Et je on disait à table tout à l'heure, on en parlait avec Anish. Nous disons nous les frères qui habitons ici, c'est une architecture qui est sans concession. C'est assez rigoureuse et qui finalement a un côté presque d'architecture miroir qui nous renvoie à nous-mêmes. Et donc, si tout va bien, dans cette architecture, tout se passe bien. Mais si vous n'allez pas bien. Brother Mark explains that the architecture is rigorous, unforgiving, like a mirror that sends you to seek peace within yourself. This building is a building without decoration. So we've got to put art here. You don't need to decorate the place. No, it doesn't need it, it doesn't want it. I mean, in the end, one has to trust that the work does its own thing um, and has a life as strong as the buildings. Since the works pre-existed, how do you see them differently now that they're in this space? Well, one of the things, of course, is the texture of the walls. The texture is so present um, that it does have quite a, quite a, I think, quite a good effect on the work, actually. Yeah. Spending time here is a welcome relief for the artist. He's just arrived from Paris, where there's a huge controversy around his expansive public art exhibition at the Royal Chateau de Versailles. His work titled Dirty Corner, one of the sculptures he installed in the gardens designed by André Le Nôtre in the 17th century, has provoked two incidents of vandalism. The first gesture was splashes of paint. The work has now, for the second time, um, invited this kind of attack. The first one, I think, was bad enough. Um, after thinking about it, I decided that the right thing to do was to remove the paint. It seems to kind of push something dirty, and now we see dirty politics. <laughs> At least that's what, the way I see it. The second time, damage took the form of violent political writing. Why did you decide to leave the graffiti out? It feels as if the right thing is to leave it there is to leave that scum of uh, something nasty. It's really nasty. I was there yesterday. I felt like crying. Kapoor is conflicted about how to respond. He acknowledges that Versailles maintains a historical male point of view. He himself has referred to Dirty Corner as she. For political reasons, he says, the abstract work is being read as the vagina of the queen. What's the right thing to do? I don't really know the answer. Um, you know, at one level, it's really vile, so I want to get rid of it. But at another level, I think um, maybe this is what this work is asking for. 
You know, as an artist, one works in the studio, you think you have an idea, you think you're doing something. And then something happens that says, oh, you spilled some paint. Oh, there it is. Well, that works better. And you have to follow those moments. Kapoor is still adjusting to the fact that his art has been catapulted into a political realm. I mean, those threats that are on that work are deeply personal. But why? Artists are not worth it. We're all irrelevant. That's what we always tell ourselves. We're irrelevant. And from that position of the sort of irrelevant fool, maybe there is something that artists do which is not so irrelevant. That's why we're all here, I suppose. I'm Kathy Bird, and this is Fresh Talk with Anish Kapoor. The artist presents two very distinctive installations in France this year. One responds to the spiritual dimensions of Le Couvent de la Tourette. The other speaks to the male character Versailles, the Palace of Kings. I'm wondering about your encounters. Where have you experienced art in conversation with the history of a building or a garden? Call 347-921-2973 and leave a message. You might hear your voice in a future episode. If you like this conversation, please share on Facebook and Twitter. On iTunes and Stitcher, you can download the full series for free. Stay tuned for more Fresh Talk.